Do you know what it is, Truth Nation? Wake up! Wake up! Wake up! Wake up! The best way to start your day. Cutting through the noise and bringing you the real stories behind the headlines. Talk to someone about how you feel. Do not internalize it. Do not consume it. You deserve to be heard. It's time to wake up with Milwaukee's favorite morning show. It's not just we canceled it, it's over, it's a done deal. Shouldn't be that way. That program still should proceed no matter how a few may go. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio at the Avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee. Tell me, where are all the watch parties? Where the brothers going to be? (laughs) I just wanted to see what she was going to do. This is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on 1017 The Truth and The Truth app. Here are your hosts, the effective communication coach, Denise Thomas, and two-time Emmy Award winner, Telly Hughes. Happy Hump Day! It is Wednesday, November 29th. Good morning, good morning, Truth Nation. Thank y'all for tuning in. As you heard, this is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly coming to you live from the American Family Insurance Studio inside the Avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee. Our brother Telly is on assignment today. So we have in the studio guest co-hosting our beloved Tony Smith. Good morning, Tony. How are you? Good morning, Denise. What's going on over there? I thought you were going well. to be in studio. No, I'm in Las Vegas. I'm coming Ooh. back to... Uh... No, actually, I'll see y'all next week. <laughs> next week. You're a little warmer than we are here. And I mean just a little. It doesn't hit, it's, the, it's it hit not... the Arctic freeze here. That's what my son said yesterday. He was. He had been in Houston for Thanksgiving. He just got back yep. last night. And he was walking my grand dog, Ernie. His, his dog. Your grand dog? Nice. Oh, Tony, come on now. You've I've, heard me talk about my grand dog, Ernie. I've, I've never heard grand you dog. You never heard? My, I've, you I've, never heard the term grand dog? No. Oh, yeah. It's pretty popular. Mm. Okay, so he's got and, a dog, and I, but and it's I, and I embrace. I Yes, I embrace mm. being a grandmother to a grand dog because guess what, Tony? You get to it's give him back. a child. Well, I get to give him back, but it's not a child. Right. <laughs> Hopefully, you, you hope know, one I, day it's going to be a child, right? Not right now. Mm, you're just I'm saying, good. Oh, I'm what? Good. Come on. I'm good. I mean, I, I you know, I love humans. Mm. <laughs> you know what? The reason why I don't necessarily just just uh, embrace children, it's not because the children, it's the parents. Like, to me, a lot of the kids that I see nowadays, well, let me not say a lot as in terms of the majority, but a significant number of kids that I see out in public, they loud. They talk back. Mm. I'm like, who's the parent? I just observe. Yeah, but you so, are, they got, your your uh, kid's got good training, so he's gonna give his kid good training, though. Oh, I'm not worried about mine. To your point, thank you, Tony, for the compliment. My kids, yeah, we we've also talked about that. I'm I was an old school parent, and I'll leave it at that. But a lot of you know the the, the parents nowadays, they're you know I want my new child school. to feel you have to feel liberated and. I want them to be able to speak and make their own decisions. And I'm like, okay. And then when I go to Target, I'm just like, really? You're going to let your child just scream at the top of their lungs like that? Mm. Or you're. So, again, if my children decide to have children, 
they're old enough now. You know, my daughter's 28. Shout out to Dominique because she's actually graduating cum laude. Oh, yeah. On December yeah, all 16th. Right. Give her a hand for Thank that. you. Beautiful. In psychology. I'm so excited. My, my firstborn will be graduating. And then Darren is 25. So, Tony, if they, if they did happen to decide to have children now, I'm not, I'm not tripping. You're not, you're not upset. Now, now you'll, you'll, just like all grandparents, you'll be loving it. Because, again, you, well, can, I love my you, grand can, dog. you can enjoy them and you, you can send them back. <laughs> and then go about your business. Uh, yes. Before you get into all your stuff, um, I was we we're just talking about the cold. I was I just came back from Hawaii. I was with Marquette. I know uh, from Hawaii for a week, and it was mid eighties. And then I came back to this. It's just like. Uh, so what is it in Milwaukee? What's it's the temperature? Just painful right now. It's it's pretty warm. It's twenty something. It was like twenty six this morning. And today's is, forecast includes painful hey, temperatures. I love it. Hey, yesterday it was like eighteen though. And I was like, oh, are you kidding me? I got to bring out the big guns, coat-wise. Like, no more hoodies and a little vest. It's, it's, you got to bring out the big it's guns. It's hard to go. I was going to say, it's hard to go from Hawaii to Milwaukee in the month of December. I mean, I know it's still technically November, but... You know, it's, as of, you know it's just equally as hard? Equally as hard is the time change. Time change is still killing me right oh, now. Yeah. It's been a, almost a week, but I am done right now. I Man, I mean, it's... It's like four hour so difference. Hawaii is it's a four hour difference. It's a okay. four hour difference. So and I'm early. I'm usually getting up. I've been waking up here since I got back at like ten o'clock in the morning. And I'm oh I'm wow. A, I'm a oh yeah. I'm a I'm a six a.m. dude. Five thirty six a.m. Well, dude all the time. If and, if it helps you, I'm in Las Vegas and it's five oh five in the morning. I wake up since I've been here. For the show, because I'm committed, Tony. Uh, hey, I've been waking I, up at four fifteen every morning. Yeah, it's a little two hours though, a little easier to recover. I, I, I'm surprised I haven't recovered yet, but it's not it's not been easy for me to wake up at four fifteen, especially <laughs> when, as I'm sure you experience, it is pitch black dark oh, yeah, outside. So, uh, it's it not, looks like it's, it's, not too it's light eleven here, o'clock yeah. in Vegas right now. Yeah, yeah, it's outside crazy. of my window. Mm. Yeah, so still, well, welcome Vegas back. Is still, Vegas is still jumping though. It's always jumping. It's always jumping. I was going to say, it's always jumping. Mm -hmm. Every, and you know, because, I, you know, me having to wake up at four every morning this week, I literally have been coming back and going to bed no later than 9, 9 a.m. Or excuse me, 9 p.m. So whatever Las Vegas had to offer gotta, this week, you just gotta stay I, didn't, off the I didn't partake. That's all you got to do. Well, I'm staying on the strip. So, oh, you know, what see, I, I, I mean, I was mix. on the strip. I was in the mix, but you know, it's discipline. It's it's discipline. You make the choice. That's that's the thing about life. I know. That's the thing about free will. It's so a, it's I'm easier when you're strip. off the strip, though, just to get out of the chaos. When you're on, I'm it. on the strip, but I just made decisions to you oh, know okay. be be responsible and you show up for Truth Nation. You staying out of the casinos? What's up, man? I lost. Oh, well, here we I, go. I, here we go. Yeah, go. no, I what's, I didn't your, I didn't do well, and your, I'm not a gambler. What's your, uh, what's your no no no. I'm telling you right now, Tony. I don't. So craps. <laughs> Come on, Denise, give it up. Craps. I do a little. Black I do Jack, a little roulette. Ru oh, roulette. I do a little roulette. You got numbers, but, or are you playing red and black? What you doing? I always, I always play thirty-five. Whether it's red or black, it's always thirty-five. KD. That's my lucky roulette number. Okay. Thirty-five. That's it. That's you only play one number. Well, I mean, I'll play more after the first round, but typically I'll start with thirty-five, whether it's red or black. But when it comes to colors. Always bet on black. Always. 
Denise, you got to yes. know which one 35 is. I'm I think not 35 a gambler. Is black. If you always okay, bet so it, though. I, I'll tell you what. I'm going to put this to perspective. Put this in perspective for you just to show you how remedial my gambling skills are because I'm not a gambler. Me neither. I mm. lost I lost over the total time that I've been here because I head out tonight. 200 bucks. See, I'm I'm a that's not nothing. I'm a little low baller. Uh, so a lot of people out there are like, what? Two hundred dollars. Oh, my God. Well, and there's a lot of other people that are like, if you want to win big, you got to play big. And so I don't go in the high roller area for me. No matter when I come, my absolute go hard limit in terms of, you know, if I'm going to knowing that it's a gamble. I'm not going past. <laughs> That's why it's called gambling. Yep. It's a gamble. Exactly. I'm not going past 500. Right. No, I wouldn't. I and wouldn't I've either. seen. Yeah, I'm not going past $500. And I didn't even do that. I, I just played, you know, I, I lost 220. You're about to say what you've seen. What What have you seen? You seen somebody going crazy? Man, I've seen people with their uh, titles to their, you know, to their car, their title. What do you call it? Your deed to your house. Who, even who accepts that? And look, you know it's the holiday, so people are the casinos are packed because people are actually believing that they can win Christmas money. <laughs> so to, to get Christmas gifts for their family, they're like, "Let's go to Vegas." I had a, I had a yeah. buddy I had a buddy with that mentality. This dude was this dude was going on a first date with this girl he met, right? And he's like, "Man, I only got like forty bucks for this date." And, oh wow! And I'm like, okay. "You don't have a date then." <laughs> Uh, this was kind of back. This was in the nineties, so maybe you could Again, do something. You don't have a day. Uh, hey, Forty dollars. Hey, he, he wanted to take her out, so they were going out, and he's, he's like, I only got forty bucks. I'm like, oh, well, what you gonna do? You gonna go to the movies? Uh, that's pretty about it. Just make it a movie date and be done with it. Um, he's like, oh man, I got to get some more money. So he went to try to gamble and win more money. Wound up losing his little forty dollars he had. Oh. Now he's got to go. Date. Now, he, well, now he's got to go tell the girl like, oh, I don't have any money. So how do you think that relationship went? It it didn't. No, it was it did. non-existent. It did. They dated for what? They dated for like twelve years after that. Okay. <laughs> yes. Red flag number one. You tell me that you don't have any money to take me out. Red flag number two. How are we going to get to know each other? We're just gonna sit around. She's gonna, she bought him a drink. They sat at the bar. They they talked. He must have had a good and they, talk. He and must they, had a good they were talk together. Game. You know what? To each his own. I'm not here to hate on. So I'm, you know. But for me, but that's that mentality you're talking about. Got, you coming? You coming in? Telling me you broke? Right. That's, a, that's like, that mentality least... though. Christmas. I got some Christmas money to make. Like you're gonna lose the Christmas money yeah. you have. What are you talking about? It's exactly. But uh, it's so bad. I, I see it as like you say. You got a number. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna pay for some entertainment. My entertainment is okay. I'm down there in the casino. I'm gonna sit down at a slot machine or I'm gonna sit down at a table. I'm only losing this much money. Once this is gone, my entertainment for the gambling portion is done. So uh, that's for me. But I've seen, I've seen some. I seen to get real ugly. You're talking about your five hundred dollar limit. I I seen one of my teammates blow through like sixty grand, uh, and you get smacked. But that's I'm gonna just tell you right now, Denise. That's nothing. The worst. I, I the, trust me. The worst I I've seen. I've seen like, the celebrities, and I'm like, I'm like sitting at the table with this one dude. Who was a buddy's, uh, a friend of my buddy's, and I I'd never met him. My buddy told me he was in the casino. And he's at the high stakes uh, room, and he was like, "Hey, my guy's in there. Go say what's up to him." So I went in there. I sat down with him and his wife. They're at the high stakes table. He's the only guy at the table. 
This dude is playing like four different spots on the blackjack table, right? And uh, his wife just sitting there drinking. Uh, and they got these nice, pretty, it's not the like regular tables you see out in the floor. They got these like tan felt tables. They're just beautiful. His wife is in there. She's getting drunker and drunker as they go. He's he's losing his butt off. Uh, she spills red wine all over these this tan table. <laughs> it's red wine all over the tan wow. table. They they came in. It's like a cleaner crew came in, like and two, like they were watching, hovering, like they swooped in, cleaned that mess up, got out of the way. Uh, the reason was this dude wound up at the end of the night. They flipped those markers over. He he wasn't like taking out money. You know, regular people we take out money at the table, give it to the the dealer. He gives he chips us up, right? This dude was just saying, "Oh, give me a marker, give me a marker." He he lost at least one point five million. I, listen, 1.5 I'm telling million. you, Tony, you do not have – look, I have seen it. I've I've witnessed it live in person. <laughs> the band looked Las at me Vegas. like I was crazy. Like, yeah, bro, 1.5. Yeah. Bye-bye. No, and I, I, was, I was telling my father. I was like, you know, hey, I'm, I'm very little league. I'm 500, and that's my threshold. On the Truth Talking text line, which is 833-212-1017, Spike Lee says, DT, you better than me. I don't bet more than – I don't bet no more. Then fifty dollars. If I lose that, I'm out. Okay, you got, only, gotta have your limit. The only thing I'm gonna say, and I and I I respect people's limits, but when you start limiting yourself at fifty dollars in Vegas, you're pretty much restricting yourself to like the slot machine. Yeah, you go into the penny slots. Yeah, and and my dad, you know, my dad tells me, look, if you want to win big, you got to play big. So you can't mm-hmm. if you say five hundred dollars, you probably you you might. Be able to at the max win five thousand if you get lucky on a you know crap or roulette, but fifty dollars, yeah, that's that's penny slot machines. So it's not at, like it's not like one point five. The crazy part about the the dude losing a one point five didn't care. Yeah, we were just Tuesday. talking. He was just chatting it up. Nothing. I was like, man, who is this kid? I had to look him up. Dude's a billionaire. Yeah, I was gonna say one point five million. If he didn't react, he's gotta be a billionaire. He's a billionaire. Also, on the Truth Talking text line, Kiana says, oh, okay, this is a great question. She says, good morning, y'all. I want to ask you, how do you manage three dogs with your work schedule? Ooh, I'm having such I a don't. hard time with my new... <laughs> Tony, listen. <laughs> I'm having such a hard time with my new work schedule, 4 a.m. to 5.15 p.m. By the time I shoot home, it's a mess to clean every day. They were home trained, but I think this new schedule has untrained them. Please answer through text if you need to. Truth Nation, so I don't have three dogs, but if anybody out there in Truth Nation can help Kiana, she again has three dogs. Her work schedule requires her to be gone from 4 a.m. to 5.15 p.m. When she comes home every day, dog she got a whole mess to clean. Do- you think a dog sitter? That's the- I don't know. Somebody got to come in and let those dogs out. I mean, I don't know what else she do. Well, the reason why, I can tell you this, Kiana, the reason why they are turning things over so that when you come in the house, it's a mess, whether it's a trash can, uh, you know, anything they can just turn over, that has everything to do with their separation anxiety. And they're letting you know, you you got us up in here too long by ourselves or, or a combination of both. We miss you because just as much attention. as we rely... Yeah, just as much as we rely on pets for companionship, they they do as well. And so Sir Chance on the talk truth talking text line says hire a dog nanny. 
I think somebody else just said put the, the dogs in doggy daycare because you you have a real schedule. You're you're gone like 14 hours a day. Now you am taking it into her pocket though. Doggy daycare ain't cheap. It's not cheap, but here's the thing. You and I'm glad you day? said it that way too. Mm. Let, let me just say this to you, Kiana, because you know Tony, he's conservative. I'm being nice when I say that. Hey, your I'm your frugal. peace of mind. Your, <laughs> your peace of mind is priceless, and so. If you are working, you know, 16 hours a day to then come home to a messy home from your dogs, and I'm sure you're exhausted and they just want you to rub on them and love on them, I'm definitely going to go with Sir Chance as well as Benjamin. Put them in either doggy daycare, and you can find affordable doggy daycare. I know you have three dogs, but again, your peace of mind, you're just overall I'm getting that on a t-shirt. Peace of mind is priceless. That's, that's it my, is. That's my mantra. Hey, I'm, I'm right with you. Tell you right now. Peace of mind is priceless. And so Kiana, I mean, she she works. Her schedule is literally, because when you factor in the time that she's got to get up, get ready, get the dogs ready, drive to work, come back home. I mean, that's literally 16 to 17 hours a day. And her dogs, consider this, Kiana, 17 hours a day total minus 24 hours a day. So that means you're not getting a lot of sleep either. So I would definitely look at some doggy daycares or to Sir Chance's point, you can hire people to come in and walk your dogs, you know, twice a day because you, you out there in the streets working. I get it. And don't, don't feel bad. Don't feel bad. Just, they just need some companionship during the day while you're gone. So I hope all works out. And I hope that, uh, that helps. And Ben also asked, do you have the TV on for them? Which is also something that I use for Ernie when I have to leave. When we come back from break, we have a message to everyone from our beloved Mama Knowles, Mama Tina, Beyonce's mother. And when I tell y'all this message to all of us, <laughs> yeah, she she came with the smoke. So when we come back, we're going to read this statement Ooh, that, yeah, she came with the smoke. Juicy. It is very juicy. So you want to stay tuned. You're listening to the best morning show on planet Earth. Truth be told with DT and Telly, we've got our guest co-host today, Tony Smith in the building. We'll be back. More of Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app and 1017thetruth.com. It is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Welcome back. You're listening to the best morning show on planet Earth. Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. We've got our guest co-host this morning, Tony Smith, as Telly is on assignment. Let's get right into this. So, so Truth Nation, and, and Tony, I'm going to start with you. The elephant in the room in our community has been and continues to be colorism. And for those that are not familiar with colorism, this basically is a plague that has impacted our community based on a prejudice or discrimination against individuals with a darker skin tone, typically among people of the same ethnic or racial group. And the discrimination and prejudice against individuals with a darker skin tone or a dark skin tone often has everything to do with the close proximity that black people or people of African descent have of a lighter complexion. 
Now, going back to November 25th, Beyonce attended the premiere of her concert film, Renaissance, a film by Beyonce. And Mm -hmm. she posted on her Instagram page a picture of her where she was dressed in silver and she had what what appeared to be platinum blonde hair. Now, the theme, as we all know, that are Beyonce fans, or even if you, I mean, you only have to be a Beyonce fan. During her Renaissance World Tour, the theme was silver, metallic. That's just what it was. And when Beyonce posted this picture, and there were other pictures that began to surface online, social media started to accuse Beyonce of lightening her skin. And (laughs) I mean, Mm -hmm. I I saw, I don't know, Tony, if you saw the comments, but a lot of people were like, who's that white woman? Oh, you know, she's not black. They went in, you know, the internet can be, can be very cruel. Oh yeah. So I want to read to you truth nation and Tony, here's the response. So Tina Knowles, Beyonce's mother responded to claims that Beyonce either bleached her skin for the Renaissance premiere or she she's purposely trying to look white. All these comments that, that came about. So and and again, users online were saying things like, oh, she's white now. Oh, she whites her skin. She wants to be white. Mm. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Message from Mama Tina. She says, I quote, I came across this today and decided to post it after seeing all of the stupid, ignorant, self-hating racist statements about her lightening her skin and wearing platinum hair, wanting to be white. She does a film called The Renaissance, where the whole theme is silver with silver hair, a silver carpet, and suggested silver attire. And you bozos decided that she's trying to be a white woman and is bleaching her skin? How sad is it that some of her own people continue the stupid narrative with hate and jealousy? Duh, she wore silver hair to match her silver dress as a fashion statement, you clown. And it goes on and on. And I'm I'm (laughs) going to go back. Yeah. she. So let me just because if if, again, you can go to Miss Tina Knowles Instagram. It's it's everywhere. But let me skip down to the last sentence of her statement or the few last sentences. It says jealousy and racism, sexism, double standards. You perpetuate those things instead of celebrating a sister or just ignoring her if you don't like her. I'm sick of you losers. I know that she is going to be pissed at me for doing this, she being Beyonce, but I am fed up. This girl minds her own business. She helps people whenever she can. She lifts up and promotes black women and underdogs at all times. Now, before I get your reaction, Tony, I want to read a comment that a woman posted in response to Miss Tina Knowles defending her daughter. Mm-hmm. And this, this is what this person says. Let's be honest. This photo triggered a trauma response, black folk in America, while not a response grounded. In fact, given Beyonce's consistent body of work, undoubtedly rooted in black cultural and political expression and values. But for many black folk, The reactions are emotional in nature because we've seen this pattern before. 
black folk in America witnessed many of our most beloved entertainment icons skin become lighter over time, whether by pressure by the industry, acceptance by the mass audiences, i.e. white America, or even more sadly internalized white supremacy. Michael Jackson was accused of wanting to be white nearly the entirety of his career and predominantly by other black Americans, despite proven testimonials by dermatologists and later an autopsy confirming he had a lupus. It wasn't because black audiences no longer respected Michael Jackson. It was a trauma response to white supremacy and its sustaining impact on pop culture and beauty standards. The reaction to these photos deserve more nuance and interrogation than simply dismissing them as hateful and jealous truth nation what do you feel how do you feel because when you saw the picture of beyonce i mean i'm tony i don't did you see the picture yet have you seen the picture of beyonce uh, on the red carpet no i have not or the seen silver it. carpet now i can look it up though. okay i'm gonna check it out please look it up right now just just type in uh beyonce renaissance premiere that's all you gotta type in yeah okay and I'm going to keep it 1000% with you. The moment that my eyes laid on that picture, my immediate reaction was she looks beautiful, but man, she looked like she need a little sun. That was my initial knee jerk reaction. Oh, I see her. Yeah. So you're in all silver. Now, get up. Yes. So, and, and I will also say this as someone who is of a fair complexion as a black woman, it has been at times a struggle for me because on one hand, I'm not black enough. And on another hand, you know, I'm still black. I'm too black. Yeah. You know, I've got a black nose. And when I say that, I'm, you know, there's a level of humor to that, but yeah, I've got a big nose. I got a big full nose that I love and embrace. And I've got big full lips that I love and embrace because to me, that's, that's where my African descent really comes out. And, you know, it, it has been a struggle because, again, I, I have to understand, number one, that I do have close proximity to, and I'll do the air quotes, whiteness. However, being black is everything to me. And, you know, I, for me, I intentionally growing up when I first started dating, you know, my 18 year old plus through, you know, 25, I, I would intentionally discriminate against light skin brothers. I wanted to date only men that were darker, as they call chocolate. So, Truth Nation, how do you feel about Tina Knowles' response? And then how do you feel about the quote that I just read? Because this this quote that came from another user, which I thought made a lot of sense, Tony, was, you know, you can't, as you're coming from the lens of Beyonce's mom. Rightfully so, Tony. Yeah. She was taking up, she was defending her daughter. Any mother would do that. Mm-hmm. Any good mother would defend their daughter when people are coming for her in ways such as this. On the other hand, I, I there's a lot of truth in what the response says that, you know, look, you're coming from the lens as her mother, but black people have seen entertainers throughout their evolution. I'll start with Nat King Cole. Nat King Cole would put makeup on to lighten his skin in order to be accepted by mainstream or white America. Whether whether Michael Jackson had lupus or not, in addition to him saying that he was diagnosed with lupus, Tony, we know he also struggled with his physical appearance. 
You know, his father yeah. at a very yeah, young age you know, would, would call him ugly and say, you know, he had acne. So let's not let's not discount the fact that Michael Jackson, you know, he already knew he was going to be the greatest. And so I'm sure there was a lot of pressure to. Yeah. To make white people feel comfortable. Yeah. You know, uh, just just hearing you say all of that, you know, it just for me, first of all, I'm not in I'm not too much in the other people's business. Right. So the whole online attacks and one person thinking that like you're some random people over here a handful of random people you want to make some comments i don't really know you like i'm like i'm on facebook people talk smack to me all the time right but if i'm bored and i got nothing to do for 10 minutes i'll engage with them i'll respond but it's just fun i just i just talk trash right back to them right just to let them know like oh you just ain't gonna be out here just talking i can talk back because they think like you know you got some kind of status like you're not going to say anything because you got to be careful. No, I'm, I'm coming. I'm gonna rip you just like you're trying to rip well, me. Well, this is but- exactly this is exactly why Beyonce's mom should not have made a comment in my opinion because she was coming again from an emotional perspective, rightfully so. Right, and, and you again, probably should like, comment when you're emotional because you're gonna. Yeah, because at the end of the day, you know your 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 daughter is still Beyonce. But and, I don't think they should just openly be able to attack. Like I'm, I'm gonna say something like. They feel they they but get that, to. That's but the nature feel, of the beast. But they feel they get to express theirs. Then she gets to express hers. That's all. That's but all. Here's that's the thing, how I would Tony. Say. You're you're comparing a Beyonce to you know to like, and I'm just going to say it to the general population. Correct. You know, to to us regular folks. All I'm saying is that when Beyonce's mother responded like that, because I mean, you know, she's calling people bozos and clowns and going in. Rightfully so, she was mad. It was her. It's her daughter. But again, you're giving them. You're giving those people power because they're like, oh. Oh, so so you took the time because I mean this is like a dissertation, Tony. She literally <laughs> wrote like a dissertation. But my question, Tony, and this is also the Truth Nation. Our Truth Talk and Text line is eight three three two one two one zero one seven. Is colorism still a problem in the black community? Because obviously, uh, based on the comments and response, just okay. Let's look at the past few weeks. You had Dwayne the Rock Johnson unveil his uh, display at Madame Tussauds. His wax display of himself at Madame Tussauds immediate reaction is who's this white guy why did they like <laughs> whiten his skin okay uh, yeah so and we all know that Michael Jackson didn't they change get, that too and he did yeah he did changed. he demanded that Madame Tussauds <laughs> uh you know make him the right color and so again going back to this this response from this this person mama knows we respect you coming from the, the point of view of a mother defending her child. As the commenter stated, this is a this is bigger than Beyonce though. Because we we as black folks, we get triggered when we see remember Sammy Sosa? Sammy Sosa. Bleached his skin, major league baseball player. So Truth Nation, we're gonna take a break. We come back. Let's let's just talk about this elephant in the room within our community as black people, because we come in a variety of shades. Does colorism, does it exist? Does it still exist? Is it still a problem in our community? Are we struggling with not just racism with other races, in particular white people in America, but are we still struggling with the fact that when you see a person of, of notoriety and their skin begins to, for whatever reasons, whether it's natural, uh, cosmetic surgery, uh, win a time, does that trigger you? Does that, that offend you? How are we as black people managing colorism? 833-212-1017. You're listening to the best morning show on planet Earth. Truth be told, we'll be back. 
More of Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. More of Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. to the award-winning 1017 The Truth's Community Spotlight today at 3.57 p.m. between the Tory Lowe Show and Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris. We will be speaking with Ruben Hopkins, CEO of the Black Chamber of Commerce. He will highlight their upcoming Black and Diverse Business Showcase on Friday, December 8th, and discuss how your business can get access to capital, which can result in positive growth for your business. Truth Nation, you should be there again. That is Community Spotlight today at 3.57 p.m. between the Tory Lowe Show and Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris. You are listening to the best morning show on planet Earth, Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. We got our guest co-host filling in for our brother Telly who's on assignment today, Tony Smith. Good morning, Tony. How good. are you? Good morning. Still here. Still good, 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 good. Now, let, let's just jump into this. Now, before we took a break, Tony, you know, we were talking about the premiere, the Renaissance yep. movie premiere, which is Beyonce's concert film. And she posted, well, not just her, but there were a number of social media platforms that posted the dress, the picture of Beyonce on the silver carpet for the Renaissance movie premiere. And she, Beyonce received quite a mix of reviews, including insinuating that she had bleached her skin She's not black. Is she trying to be a white woman, et cetera? We, during, before the break, we read the reaction from Tina Knowles, Beyonce's mother, which obviously came from the point of view of her being Beyonce's mother. She was defending her daughter. However, Mm -hmm. the reality is that colorism is something that still exists and has often been what they call an open secret in the black community. Now, Truth Nation, and Tony, I'm going to start with you. There have been numerous studies, including one that was conducted by Villanova University, that found that all things being equal, white interviewers, so white people who are interviewing for jobs, deemed lighter skinned black people and Hispanics more intelligent than darker skinned people who had identical educational achievement, vocabularies, scores on a political test, and a variety of other factors. And so the results proved of what is also known as white colorism. And that is basically where black people or people of African descent or African-Americans have raised concerns about how they've been unfairly treated, whether it's discrimination, whether it's bias, whether it's just flat-out ism based on their complexion. So beliefs that black people who are darker skinned are less intelligent, less smart, and just overall don't make white people feel as safe and comfortable as lighter skinned (laughs) black people. Indoctrination. Exactly. So Truth Nation, the Truth Talking text line is 833-212-1017. 
how are you feeling about this? Tony, I want to start with you. Because, again, yeah. colorism, it's been that secret within our community that we don't talk about. But yet, we'll let somebody know, all oh, with your red bone self. Or, all oh, smile, you're so black, let me see. I mean, we've, you know, yeah, we, it's, we've done uh, that. Like I said, it's in, indoctrination from a long time. Now, when, I, when I think of that, first of all, as I sit here today, I could I could give uh, rats, you know what. But, because I got my my sister uh my older sister way lighter than me she used to always get you know get it in our neighborhood uh you know people talking about how light she was but my mom is lighter uh me and my younger sister are probably the same complexion i'm i'm probably right in the middle i'm not light i'm not super dark but so what's been your experience uh i i i personally haven't really had anything like i said i've seen my sister uh get you know Get a little needling from people or getting talked about a little bit. Like how? Uh, you know, like you said, uh, cornbread. Even, even I, you know, back in the day with the talk trash to her. Yo, you light-skinned. You, uh, you're Remember all, the you're paperback check? The what? Remember the paperback test? They would say, you know, the, the, the myth is that when we were enslaved people, in order to determine whether the slave master was going to have you in the house yeah, or in the field. Yeah. You'd had to pass the paperback test. And so for those who are not familiar, if you were darker than the paper bag, you out in the field. Yeah. See, if and you're that's lighter than the paper bag. You're in the yeah, house. Yeah. And that's and that's the only and that's what I was going to say. The only like today, I, it's like it's like whatever. But I remember it being a thing. But it came from what you're just talking about. I remember watching Roots when that series was out. And that's that's what it was. The light, the lighter skinned uh, slaves were mm-hmm. inside. The darker skins were were outside. That's just and how they did it. Why do you think that is? Well, why do you think that's, that? That's, that's slave because masters, the slave masters knew where the lighter skins came from. From came from them. <laughs> Those were their kids. Well, and that's what I was. So the close proximity, and you know, again, the reality is that when you look at Black Americans who are regarded as, you know, great anything, they tend to be of a lighter complexion. And and that has everything to do with the close proximity. Donald Driver to whiteness. Light. He's an exception. There's always an exception to every rule. But I, okay, so I'll tell you this. Wait, let's let's go. Let's Donald go Driver. Tat, uh, dark. No, no, no. Let's light. let's keep. Let me keep, let me keep it real though. All right. Donald Driver, as we all know, is a chocolate brother. We love mm. Donald Driver. Doc, Doc's brother. Yeah, he's personally, to me, one of the greatest humanitarians, people, athletes of yep, all time. I yep. love me some DD. Let me just say this, though. And, I, and, and I've never heard Donald Driver make a public statement about this. But if you notice him being a darker complexion, you know, he's got a beautiful smile. Mm-hmm. And he, he, you know, and he's a Green Bay, you know, former Green Packer, Bay Packer yeah. athlete. So in the state of Wisconsin, if you got a great smile. You brought home Super Bowl champions, championships to the state or to the city. And, you know, like we love you. White people. Yeah. White people will accept Michael Jordan, Donald Driver. They will accept that because now if Donald Driver wasn't Donald Driver in terms of his athleticism and, you know, dancing with the stars champion and Michael Jordan, too. If Michael Jordan and Donald Driver were just, you know, two regular, ordinary people walking down the street. They would be viewed as thugs, terrorists, criminals. <laughs> That's a fact. Well, uh, listen. I've heard. Look, I've heard. When I was growing up in high school, Tony, I would hear white people say, "Michael Jordan's one of the good ones." 
Like I'm okay He's with Michael Jordan. I don't I don't like black people, but I'll I'll fool with with, with Michael Jordan. Oh, you heard him say that? So they're Ooh. Abs- where, where am I from? <laughs> I'm from Indiana, Southern Indiana. Ooh. So growing up, yeah. I would hear things like that. Like, you know, he's Michael Jordan and 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 Bo Jackson and who else was my, uh, Magic Johnson? They're they're the good ones. And Samuel Jackson. He's dark, but white folks love him. White folks love Will Smith. So, yeah. you know, for whatever reasons, there's a lot of, you know, <laughs> It, there's a lot of efforts that when you become what is known as a superstar, whether it's in Hollywood or professional sports, mm-hmm. Tony, you know this as a as a retired NBA player. Yep. There's a certain image that is going to be required in order for you to make white people feel safe, comfortable, and like you. Same reason why the Harvard Business Study review showed that the black women that they interviewed that had natural hair, whether it was braids, cornrows, micro blades, whatever the case was in terms of, of, of wearing their hair natural, they got passed up. But oh, yeah. the black women who had their hair relaxed or even wore wigs that were of the European nature, those ladies passed on to the next round of interviews on the truth. Talk and text line. Kiana says, should I, Oh no. But paper bags weren't invited until the 1850s. What did they use before that? Skin complexion. Skin complexion, Kiana. It's always been, hey, if you're, if you're light, if you have close proximity to whiteness, you can be in the house. And, and that was on purpose to create a further division within our own community. Yeah. And it still exists today. Spike Lee says it was obvious during the house party movie kid. The light one was going to college while play was a dumb thug. Interesting. Oh. Great observation, Spike. Sir Chanch says they definitely love Herschel Walker. Again, although Herschel Walker may be of a darker complexion, relatively speaking, Herschel Walker talked that talk. He still he talked that talk. He smiled, you know, and I mean, it was just kind of like, what you need from me, boss? What you want me to say, boss? Yes, sir. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) So you could be you could be as black as, you know, the night, but if you say a certain if you if you make a certain demographic feel safe and comfortable, acceptance, no problem. France, she says, this is true. Being a lighter complexion, I have been told to my face that I'm not like other black people, and I'm often the exception to my black race. A mess, France says. Mm. The Truth Talk and Text Line is 833-212-1017. We want to hear y'all's voices, too, so please feel free to call in. You can see Tony and I right now on YouTube or Twitter, live and in action. So just go to either YouTube or Twitter and search 101.7 The Truth, 101.7 The Truth, and you will see Tony and I coming to you live as we have this conversation about colorism. How do you feel about it? Is it something that is still a plague in the black community? And what do we need in order to <laughs> embrace as part of being black, embrace whatever we look like? Because, again, I, I never was going to fall for that okie doke with trying to, you know, wear my hair a certain way. Maybe in the earlier years. different shades of black. I, yeah. I woke up one morning. I was like, I'm not doing this anymore. So when we come back. Keep keep calling in. Keep texting. We want to hear from you. We're talking about colorism in our in our community. 
Truth Talking Tech Science, 833-212-1017. You are listening to Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. Guest co-host Tony Smith will be back. More of Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. It is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. It is college month on the award-winning 101.7 The Truth, and we want to help your young scholar get those free scholarship dollars. I can't even talk, Tony. <laughs> get those free. It's look. It's 554 here, y'all. Bear with you, sis. Get those free scholarship dollars all month long. We will be highlighting local universities who offer full tuition scholarships and local organizations who help students find thousands of dollars in scholarships each year. So be sure to tune in to 101.7 The Truth all month long so you do not miss this important information on how your student can go to college and be debt free. College Month on The Truth is sponsored by Educators Credit Union, American Family Insurance, Gruber Law Offices, and Associated Bank. Good morning, good morning again. You are tuned in to the best morning show on planet Earth. We've got guest co-host Tony Smith filling in for Telly as he is on assignment today. And we've been talking about colorism. Our programming director, director of content, Kyle Wallace, uh, just sent uh, a text. He ain't light. Triggered my memory. (laughs) Kyle is not light. What's your point? You said it to say what? Just saying. (laughs) Just pointing out. Well, see, this is why Kyle sent this because I, so Truth Nation, Tony, are you familiar with the Willie Lynch theory? Uh, no, you're not. I haven't heard. Oh, you've got to Google. You've got to Google the Willie Lynch letter, please. I mean, just right now, letter, and, and maybe yes, but you can maybe see if there's a uh, Cliff Note version. Truth Nation, who out there is familiar with the Willie Lynch? Theory. Uh, there was a letter, and some people say it's totally fictitious. Some people say it sounds pretty on point to me. But to Kyle's point too, it definitely is a theory that breaks down the whole like it's like a strategy of how to break down the black family and create division to where we pretty much divide our own selves and mm. and kill our own I'm, selves, I'm, and I'm and so it right it's very now, relevant. Yeah. Yeah. So so take a few moments, Tony. We're going to take a break. When we come back at the top of the hour, we're going to go into this a little bit further. The Willie Lynch the- theory as it relates to colorism, because a lot of folks, when they saw Beyonce's Renaissance movie premiere picture, they were like, is she trying to be a white woman? Is she lightening her skin? Why do mainstream black artists feel they have to look a certain way? More to come. Let us know your thoughts. The Truth Talking text line is 833 833- Two one two one zero one seven. You can call in. We'll be more than excited to hear your voice. Stay tuned. More to come on Truth Be Told with DT and Telly.